Hey. This is our first game session for Weston Games Star Wars. I guess it's going to be called The Adventures of Morgan Trechke. And uh, just so you know, uh, Chewbacca is not in the game. We have a cat named Chewie who we might be yelling at every once in a while to uh, not mess with the mic, uh, not take our dice from us, and the like. Uh, just so you are aware of that, uh, Chewie is real, not a character in the game uh, usually. Do you want to say something, Chewie? Okay. Uh, nah. <laughs> so it's not. All right. So, just so you guys know, uh, once again, we are using the Star Wars role-playing game uh, created by West End Games a couple years ago, uh, more like uh, two, three decades ago. Um, however, it's a very simple system. Basically, Ellen's character has six major attributes, uh, dexterity, perception, knowledge, strength, mechanical, and technical. And then she has a number of skills underneath it. What she does is she has, for example, let's look at her dexterity. She has a dexterity of 2D. That means that she would roll two dice, two D6s, when she wants to use her dexterity. And then under dexterity, she has the skill dodge, which is at 2D plus 2. So what she would do is she would roll two six-sided dice, add those up, and then add two to it. So why don't you go ahead and do that, and we'll see what you get. I'm rolling dodge. Yep, so you're rolling two D6s and adding two to it. And one of those dice that she's rolling is what's called a wild die. If she rolls a six on it, she would re-roll and keep re-rolling as long as she add or as long as she rolls a six, and she would add it to her original result. But I rolled a five and a four, so I got nine on my roll plus two, so that would be eleven. So then her roll is eleven based off of she's trying to dodge out of the way of something, whether it be a blaster bolt, uh, a boulder being thrown at her, or something other. And that would be compared to a difficulty number that either I would give her or I would roll. If she is rolling her wild die and rolls a one on it, then a complication can occur. That means that she trips and hurts her leg, or she exposes herself too much to another danger. Um, and as we kind of go along and get more into the game, we can explore that. Uh, we will also be doing space combat, negotiations, but the main idea of almost Everything in this game is adding your attribute and your skill, getting a dice pool of always D6s, and then rolling those dice and adding them together for a result. For example, if you want to do damage to something and you actually hit, for example, a lightsaber will do 5D of damage. So Ellen would get five dice together, five D6s, 
roll those and then add them together. So let's have her do that real quick. And she just rolls them all together. Now in damage, there isn't a wild die. You just add all the numbers together and that's your damage. I rolled really poorly and got a 10. So a 10 for the aspects of the game, someone can be stunned, wounded, incapacitated, mortally wounded, and killed. Uh, rolling a 10 and having someone not defend themselves, not roll a strength roll to kind of dodge that damage, she would have incapacitated the character with just that roll. But then again, once we get into combat, we'll kind of go over it the first time as we're doing it so you can get a better understanding. Two other main points that I would like to discuss is the use of character points and force points. Character points, now I don't think Ellen has any at this point because we gave her, as you know, if you listen to our first video or our first uh, audio, that she has 200 character points to add to her character and we wanted her to add as many as she could. So what I'm going to do one time only kids, I'm going to give Ellen 10 character points to start with. Ooh. So she will be able to use these in the game, but she needs to be careful because these also are used between games to increase her character's abilities. So what she can do with her 10 character points is if there's a role that she really wants to accomplish, she can add up to two character points for one role. So say for her negotiation with a vile hut gangster, she wants to try to persuade the gangster to do what she wishes. She would get her dice pool together and say, for example, it's 4D. And she doesn't think that that will be enough to really roll high enough. She can add two of her character points, taking those off of her total, and then add two more dice to her roll. So then she would be rolling six dice for that persuasion roll. She can do that with any attribute or skill roll before... I give her the difficulty and if she succeeded or not. If she is defending herself, however, she can go up to five character points in a defense roll. So say she rolled that dodge roll and didn't think that she did very well, she could add up to five D6s with five character points, one for one, to make sure that she doesn't... Uh, unceremoniously get hit by some random stormtrooper. Guess the main characters in the movies have a lot of character points. Now, the other aspect, and, and something that's closely tied to that, is the concept of the force point. A force point is the ability of luck in the universe. So if she decides to spend a force point, that will double all dice in a round. So if she wants to spend a force point to dodge, then instead of her 2D plus 2, it would be 4D. 
plus two. If she had a skill that was 4D, it would be 8D. So any roll that she does in that round will double the dice pool. Force points are very powerful, but they are a limited commodity in the game. Ellen, as a Force-sensitive character, a practitioner of the Force, a somewhat wayward Jedi, starts with two of those, as opposed to everyone else that would start with one. Ellen, do you have any questions before we start? No, no, that's all review, but I did want to take notes just so I had it. All right, so without further ado, and once again, remember, uh, the Chewy of the game is our cap, not the actual Chewbacca. All right, so you are ready for a return to the Star Wars universe? Bring it on. All right. Here we go. As we return to a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Star Wars. The Adventures of Morgan Tretschke. Chapter 1 of The Pirates of Siphon. A starfield on some distant world. You see a... a a sun, a star off in the distance. You see ships flying left, flying right, flying towards your view, flying away from your view. You see a huge space dock, a number of orbital docks that surround not only the star, but various planetoids. Large space docks that could house huge cruisers like Star Destroyers or Mon Calamari battle cruisers. As we kind of zero in to a group of ships, you see a small battle group of the New Republic kind of just floating in the distance on the periphery of what is called the Sluice Van Shipyards. As we pan over that battle group, you see starfighters, X-wings and A-wings flying the perimeter to make sure that their parent ships are secure. You see Carillion Corvettes and Nebulon B escort frigates kind of on the periphery of a few large Mon Calamari star cruisers. One of them, as we pan in to the beautiful work of art that the Mon Calamari have turned into a weapon of war, you see... We pan through the bulkheads, pan through the halls as you see New Republic personnel moving to and fro about their positions, about their jobs. As we move into a quiet room, it appears to be an outer room of a living quarters. You see a woman in the room. Let's have Ellen describe Morgan and what Morgan does to meditate as a force user. Morrigan is a woman who is on the tall side of average. Um, she has a slight figure uh, in that she is more built for speed and not strength. Um, her meditative style is to 
do a Tai Chi type slow movement, slow and deliberate, so that she can so that she can focus on inward on what she needs to do to replenish her strength within. All right. And as you see her doing her slow movements, she tries to control herself, control herself, not only in the area within her, but in the area around her. I want Morgan to make a control roll. So she's going to use, she be, she's using the force. She's going to make a control roll. The force has control, sense, and alter as its skills. She's rolling four dice and going to add them together. Ten. She got a ten. And so as Morgan moves slowly, deliberate movements, she feels her body. She feels every almost cell of her body. She feels her heart pounding slowly as she starts to make it move slower, more steady. Kind of pushes the fears, the, the stresses of the day away as her heart starts to move with the beat of her soul. She does this for moments as as she appears inward, as she peers inward and controls her body, her senses, her mind, her soul starts to move out among not only the ship, the battle group, and places beyond. Now, Morgan, go ahead and make a sense roll for me. As she starts to use the force ability to see other places. Nah, 10. 10. All right. As you move slowly, your mind, your senses start to fall away from the area around you. Your body and your senses become one, but your senses span out over the battle group, over the star system, and out beyond, out along the Rima trade route, out into the distant stars as the sense that you feel, you catch glimpses of sentience, hundreds, millions, billions of them. And then you start to, as you have done before, search out the one so distant from you now, your brother, Gage. Trying to see if you can get a glimpse of if he is okay, if he is in danger, and then your body becomes cold, as there is a difference. It's worse than it has been lately. You can't focus on exactly what is going on around him, but you get fear. You get confusion. You know that something is going on with your brother. You know that something has put him in great danger. A cold sweat starts to pervade your body as you can glimpse this, as your senses latch on to this fear and start to overwhelm your body. What happens to Morgan? Well, um, her movements 
will not be as fluid as they started. It will definitely cause a stutter step in her, uh, what do they call those, katas. Um, it will likely cause fear. All right, a cold sweat. You, Morgan uh, doing her her kata, her her force technique, her force meditation, loses control as as the overwhelming fear and danger that your brother is in, not only is being experienced by himself but also Morgan at the same time. And she collapses to the ground, only to be slightly aware that there's somebody else in the room with her. This person grabs her as she is falling, and she starts to come back to the room. It's dark. There's only a few candles lit in the room to help her meditate upon the force, but she sees the steely gaze of uh, one that she loves, the the short cropped military looking Trent Thycrate, her husband of a few years now, looks as usual when she comes out of these meditations, slightly worried for her. And he looks down with her somewhat wrapped in his arms. Morgan, are you are you okay? I'm okay. It's worse than it was, wasn't it? Yes. I don't know what to tell you. Obviously, this is... This is not something that I'm familiar with or even could be familiar with, but... I don't like what this is doing to you. I have to go home. I told you I can't I can't go with you. We have so much to do here. I know. I don't I don't like it. Is it your brother again? Yes. It's He kind of smiles and says, Yeah. I don't know if anything could put that guy in danger. Which scares me more. <laughs> He's in trouble. But that's How not the... How can you be sure? Because I have faith. <laughs> I have faith in my abilities. I have faith and knowledge of the Force. I'm by no means the most powerful, but this specific thing reaching out to those who are close to me, whether they're here or far away, that's always been something I can do. And do well. The old argument, you can see it on his face. He loves you more than he can ever know. But with you away from him, he can't protect you. And that's what he does. He kind of stands up Make sure that you're okay. Goes over and sits on the couch, folding his arms in front of him on his knees, looking directly at you. Morgan, Greg had the force. He's gone. 
Grek was also facing off against somebody who was much more angry than he is was. And drew upon that anger to make his physical blows against Grek that much more deadly. You know full well you don't have to have the force to have that happen. You, how about you wait? Um, maybe in a couple months we can. I can take. Some I don't leave. think. I, I don't think I have that kind of time. Gabe, he's he's not even sixteen yet. If anything should happen to Gage, then I've got my little brother out there all by himself on all marsh, and you've been. I know. You have to go. I have to go. But I... I'll I can't leave. I'll stand up and sit next to him and just kind of put my hand on his leg. He looks at it. You don't have to like it. You just have to do it, soldier. <laughs> I hear that quite a bit. I will have I I'm an officer now. I also have a duty to establish diplomatic relations on a world that has the resources of Walmart. I can do my duty and look out for my family at the same time. And you can join me. Or I can come back. I wish I could. I can't can't join you right now. There's so much we're doing. Adderstool is getting ready to move out, head up the Rima. I have to be with them. It's my orders. You you, you understand that. I do. I wasn't going to be able to go with you. Talk, talk to the Admiral. See if you can't get anybody at your back. When I can, I'll head your way. That's, that's the only thing I can do right now. We... We've been spoiled, but we both knew that this was going to happen eventually, at least temporarily. It didn't have to happen now. Well, no, but it could have happened a year ago. Could have happened three years ago. You're right. I mean, especially once I got my promotion, like... We both have... I still outrank you, technically. Technically. I could technically order you to stay, and he smiles, knowing that that would never work. Technically? I don't know that you want to start a marriage by denying me my leave to go see my family. 
Eh, you're not even in my chain of command anyway. So frustrating. <laughs> I have to go. So you wait till tomorrow morning? Well, I'm not leaving right this second. I have to talk to the Admiral first. Well, then let's have the night. Alright. And the scene kind of moves away from the Thycrates as they spend the evening together. Probably for the last time for quite a while. The scene moves forward a few days as it is made aware that Morgan, whether it be the force or just plain luck, has decided to head back to her home system at an advantageous time. A small group of ships, the Nebulon B escort frigate rallying point and the Y-Wing squadron, the Nighthawks, have been tasked to do a fact-finding mission in Triteri Sector. It has been some time since the New Republic has been in the area, and they just need to know what's happening. Morgan, after speaking with the Admiral, has been allowed to head that way with the group. It is captained uh, by a Captain Darren Odig. He is the captain of the rallying point and will be technically the head of the expedition force, but as a freelance military officer, Morgan will have some latitude in what uh, she does. We will kind of move back into the scene as she is getting her things together, packing her last to head out as Trent comes into the room and, and grabs a small cylinder on the counter and kind of looks at it, picks it up, looks at it, and I assume you'll be taking this with you as he motions to Morgan's lightsaber. It's part of me. He kind of smiles down at it and hands it to her. I hear you're taking the Fathom Dancer with you. I am. Well, if I can't go with you, I'm uh, making sure you have a pretty good pilot. Plus, he uh, kind of getting on my nerves. So having him out of my hair for a little while will uh, do us both some good. Don't worry, he's prepping your ship right now. I'm sure that uh, when you get on board, you'll know exactly what the issue is. All right. He kind of smiles at you and he stands up to his full height, very, very straight, regimented life of a soldier, seeing someone they love 
would go off for duty for and he kind of steps over to you and basically just wraps Morgan up in a very tight, very strong hug as it is almost as good as the meditation, the the safety and the love that pours out of him as he takes his last moments with Morgan for quite some time. No need to worry. Well, of course there's a need to worry. But I trust you. I appreciate that. Now you keep that uh, platoon of yours alive, okay? We always do. Hoorah. <laughs> and he says, walk you? Yes. He grabs uh, Morgan's duffel and slings it over his shoulder as the two head down the many hallways of the Callow Room towards the Fathom Dancer, a light freighter created by the Mon Calamari. It's a uh, very reminiscent of a small coral reef, if that coral reef of greens and blues had blaster cannons, a cockpit, and huge engines on the back. They move through the ship, get into the hangar bay, and he says, I'll leave you here. It's not going to be that long. I know it won't, but just take care of yourself. And it's, it's this odd sensation as he almost kind of ruffles her hair, drops the uh, duffel to her feet and on the overhead, almost as if the galaxy conspires against him. Thycrate to... Mission Ops. Thycrate to Mission Ops. And he kind of looks up at the closest speaker. A very huge chagrin on his face. And takes Morgan once more into his arms. A loving kiss as he just kind of nods. And take care of yourself, Thycrate. Always do. And he just walks down the uh, hangarway uh, to one of the blast doors. And the Fathom Dancer, her forward crew plank open, sits. You, she, you, can, you almost hear this kind of slight humming from her engines. I'll watch Trent walk. Does he look back? He does. Actually, not only does he look back, he kind of almost turns and in a very unspecial forces for years on end, uh, kind of walks backward and almost kind of runs into a maintenance droid and kind of uh, smiles half-heartedly out the side of his mouth. And Well, then I'll mouth, I'll mouth to him that I love you. 
<laughs> he smiles and, and heads out. And then I go to the Fathom Dancer. <laughs>